Luke 8, verses 38 through 40. The man from whom the demons had gone out begged to go with him. But Jesus sent him away, saying, Return home and tell how much God has done for you. So the man went away and told all over town how much Jesus had done for him. And the people were amazed. I'm Wanda Hardy Kidd, a retired campus minister in my late 60s from North Carolina. A couple of years ago, burdened by grief, I left home alone. A road trip, just me, my truck camper, and a broken spirit. But I found healing in my desert wandering. These short episodes capture parts of that journey. Journey Through the Desert, Episode 30, Home. I did not know what to expect from this trip. I just knew that I needed to go. Like the demon-possessed man, my spirit seemed to have a mind of its own. I often think of times of extreme discontentment comparable to a two-year-old child at 6 p.m., There is absolutely nothing anyone can do to console them. They do not want you to hold them. They strain and cry until you put them down on the ground. And then they cling to your leg and look up with you with woeful, tear-stained despair. Their exhaustion and hunger do not completely explain their misery. The day has simply overwhelmed them, and they cannot see how they can find peace. That was how I felt before this trip. My soul was overwhelmed. The need must have been obvious to everyone because no one tried to talk me out of it. People called me brave, but I'm sure there were other words that they wanted to say, like crazy and foolish and reckless. But they kept those words to themselves, and for that I am grateful, because I had to go. My colleagues were amazingly supportive, my community was very helpful, but it was my family support I remember the most. My husband did not complain about the expense or the time invested, and my children came home to load up the camper with me and to stay with me for the weekend. They also reverently helped me place some of my sister's ashes in a photo collage container to distribute on my way through past Christiane, Mississippi, a place where she served tirelessly for three years after Hurricane Katrina. Everyone could have made it difficult for me to leave and even harder to return. But their blessing, it untethered my leaving and assured my return. When I started, I was not convinced I would know when it was time to head home. But when I arrived in Portland, Oregon in March of 2020, the first COVID-19 deaths had just occurred in Seattle, and there was great angst in the whole Northwest. In light of this impending crisis, it became obvious that I needed to start back more quickly than I had planned. However, it would not be the leisurely trip home I had hoped for. In reality, it felt more like riding a tidal wave across the country. There were still moments of wonder, but they were experienced mostly alone. The campgrounds where I had reservations were closing because of mandated cleaning protocols, and the restaurants that were open had limited staff and food. Empty shelves were the norm in grocery stores, and while hotels were open, there were very few travelers, and their food options were sparse, and breakfast was a small bag with prepackaged items. 
Fortunately, gas stations remained open, providing fuel and convenience store food, so that covered the basics. Each day grew more anxious. There were no leisurely eaten meals with strangers in restaurants or dropping by to see friends along the way home. So the decision had been made. It was time to go. It took eight days of hard travel to get from Portland, Oregon to Mars Hill, North Carolina. Along the way, I saw some things that were not on my list, but were lovely surprises. I went to the Arches National Park in Utah, but I went with only 500 people because the park itself was closed and the personnel had gone home and they had left the gates open, allowing visitors to roam freely in the park. It was amazing, but as wonderful as it was, I for the first time sensed loneliness. As I made my way back across the country, I noticed my adrenaline begin to leach from my body. I longed to be still, to not have to break camp and put down a camper each day, and to sleep in my stationary bed. As I headed home, the flowers that I had wanted to see in the desert were on full display from Missouri to North Carolina. There were dandelions, lavender, and golden ground cover, as well as blooming redbuds and dogwoods. It was as if home was beckoning me with the sensory explosions. Sights, sounds, and smells touched me in a profound way. It was time. In mid-March, I arrived home to a brisk spring breeze, but a glorious sunset. As my exhausted body often does, it ended the trip with a slight fever and a cough. When the Madison County Health Department asked me if I had been out of state in the last two weeks, I said I had been in nine other states and traveled over 2,800 miles. I could tell they were sure I had brought the pandemic home with me. I could just imagine the local headlines. Fortunately, it was just a sinus infection, which provided an excuse to sleep for two days. Through it all, I heard Jesus say in so many ways, Return home and tell everyone how much God has done for you. Like the New Testament man who had been released from his demons and set free to reclaim hope and joy, I headed to the mountains that had beckoned me home and to the people who would and did welcome me there. Thanks be to God. And all the people said, Amen. This is Mitch Randall, CEO of Good Faith Media. We provide reflection and resources at the intersection of faith and culture through an inclusive Christian lens. Visit us at goodfaithmedia.org, where you'll find our news and opinion, video and podcast, bookstore and journal, and our travel experiences. You can also make a tax-deductible contribution to support our work and make podcasts like this one, Journey Through the Desert by Wanda Hardy Kidd, possible. Goodfaithmedia.org. Thanks for listening.